Hey everyone, it's Caleb, and it's Tuesday, September 21st. Welcome to The Kevin White Show. The Kevin White Show. This is the podcast helping you live, transform, and prosper in the presence of God. Thank you for subscribing, reviewing, and sharing the show. On Friday, October 1st, Kevin will be sharing a powerful message from God's Word entitled, What's Your Word? I hope you'll join us for this international live broadcast from the USA via Zoom, LinkedIn, YouTube, or Facebook at 10 a.m. Eastern Time on Friday, October 1st. Details at KevinWhite.us. We'll see you there. Today, Kevin is joined by his friend and brother in Christ, Dr. James Jernigan of Cornerstone Chiropractic in Cary, North Carolina. Put your hands together and let's welcome Kevin and James to today's show. Well, good morning, everyone. Welcome to the Kevin White Show. I'm here with my friend, Dr. James Jurgen of Cornerstone Chiropractic in Cary, North Carolina. Uh, more importantly, uh, him being a great chiropractor, he is my dearly loved brother in Christ. Uh, welcome to the show, my friend. How are you? Doing great. Thank you so much for having me back. And like I said uh, on last week's episode, um, I am. it's always an honor to be able to whether we're in the same room or uh, across the screen from each other, it's always an honor to be able to be in your presence. Well, that is truly grace, because uh, if you knew me um, apart from God, you would not want to have anything to do with me. But it is truly the goodness of God uh, in me and hopefully through me that makes that difference. So last week we talked about salvation. And if you missed that conversation, I encourage you to go back to last week's episode. Today, we're going to dive into the presence of God. And you closed out the show with your life verse or one of your favorite verses, Joshua 1.9. Can you take us into that as we dive into this conversation on the presence of God? Absolutely. So uh, Joshua 1.9 says, have I not commanded you? Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. Mm. And I talked about how um, if we really anchor into that, when there's confidence like that, when there's certainty kind of like on last week's episode, when when the Bible's very clear, it becomes black and white, and then we can anchor onto it. That can be a, a life verse for us or one of the life verses that we build our life on. Then we can we can really dissect it and we can really take God at his word. And mm. so he says, I will be with you wherever you go. Mm. And so that means that we're never through salvation, right? We're never going to be separated mm-hmm. from the presence of God. And yeah. we can take certainty in that and have confidence in that. Yeah. Yeah, I love that. Uh, And I love time with you as well. When we get to sit across from a table with each other, we quickly catch up and then we dive into to just what God has been revealing to us and we springboard off of each other. And as you know, I've been busy this year writing a book. Uh, it's entitled, this is just a mock-up cover, entitled Get to the Point. It comes out in November, and it's about a passionate pursuit of the presence of God. Because when I was saved at age 10, um, I was gloriously saved. I have no doubt of 
praying the sinner's prayer, understanding the gospel and uh, repenting of my sin and asking Jesus to forgive me. And no doubt that he forgave me of that. And I went to the church and was baptized and uh, indirectly was basically told, you've now done everything you need to do to be a Christian. So I had my label. I was Christian Kevin now. I was a follower of Jesus Christ, but no one instilled in me a value to pursue the presence of God. And I remember 30 years old, I'm now a minister of the gospel. I've been married 10 years. We have three small children and I am regularly praying as a pastor for the power of God. And I'm praying for the peace of God because now I'm a workaholic, really believing if it is to be, it's up to me. And I'm working harder and harder for the Lord, trying to appease him and do great things for God because I loved him. He saved me of my sin. He gave me life. And I really wanted to bring glory and honor to him, but I was burning myself out, almost killed our marriage and broke our family. And, and it was because I wanted the power. I wanted the peace, but I still had no value for the presence of God. And then I went to India and God showed me what the presence of God looked like. Cause I saw people, churches without bulletins, without budgets, without organs and pianos, but they passionately pursued the presence of God. And he was there. You could sense his presence. It was thick um, in just the, the sense of the Holy Spirit there. And on the plane ride back, I drew a cross and I put good things I used to pursue in my life uh, to, to really have uh, fame for God and influence for God and different things. And then I drew another cross. The Holy Spirit led me to draw another cross and I just wrote the presence of God on it. And from that moment on, I have been committed to passionately pursue the presence of God. And uh, yesterday, before we uh, set up for this conversation, you said, I want to talk about the presence of God. So I'm so excited for today's episode. What has God been revealing to you about his presence? You've, you've got us started into it, that he has promised to be with us always. Um, I need that in my life. That's the whole point of get to the point because we can we can be a believer on our way to heaven and we're going to be shocked when we get to heaven and be totally consumed with his presence because we didn't dwell in the house of the Lord on earth. How do we avoid that? And yeah, when when I, when you told me that you were writing this book, I still remember the moment that you told me that you were writing it and how that had been an area in my life for you know you know prior of just uh, like crying out for something that i didn't quite understand what i was crying out for because again you know having success and moving out here and opening the practice and helping a ton of people like there was it was it was from this place of trying to like do good for god and uh and it, and it not all you know it was like a lot of it was coming from a pure place, but when we get to a purer place, uh, if you will, um, we almost feel like we never knew it, uh, you know, prior. And one thing that really makes me sad, and what God I feel has been revealing to me, is the percentage of believers that don't have a relationship with God. Hmm. You know, it's almost like I want up, I want our audience to hear those words. The percentage of believers 
James didn't say people far from God. The world statistically has 4 billion people that know Jesus and 3 billion who have never heard. He's not talking about the 3 billion right now. He's talking about the believers who have heard. You just said the believers who don't have a relationship with God and how that pains you. Yeah, go on. Sorry to interrupt. No, 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 no. It's, it's perfect because then I can collect my thoughts and my emotions because what a sad truth that yeah. is. Mm-hmm. And if we were to really honestly put a percentage on it, I'm afraid to say that it's probably upwards of the 97 percentile mm. of people. And I and that's a scary thing to me. Mm-hmm. I don't have any uh, research to show that that's true, but I do have evidence from you know listening to a ton of different sermons and being in church throughout my life. I mean, honestly, how many sermons have you been in where they actually taught us how like about the presence of God and getting into the presence of God and mm. hearing God's word and how to know when you're hearing God's voice versus our own voice. Like there's such a big disconnect because, mm-hmm. you know, definitely the, the gateway in is, you know, being able to um, accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior. And like you said, it's almost like, oh, done, checked it off, like going to heaven now. Mm-hmm. But what a deep, like, like those areas of our heart. And we talked about it prior too, is those areas of our heart that that can only be healed in the presence of God, yet we're not even taught. I mean, maybe I'm uh, maybe I'm completely oblivious to this, but we're not even taught about how, like, what is the presence of God, or mm-hmm. or how can we enter into it, or how can we hear God's voice for us? I because wish you were oblivious. I wish what you were saying uh, was only uh, individual, just for you. But unfortunately, you're not alone. I, I'm a personal witness and I've seen it. I've, I've been in ministry in the church for so long, um, over three decades now. And I actually wrote one of the chapters God had me write is, I don't care if you're saved uh, because, because so often that's what we identify with. Uh, is is salvation. We talked about salvation and it is fundamental. It is foundational. Uh, no one is throwing salvation out the door, but salvation is a means. It's not the end. And for so long, I treated it as if it was the end. And many churches, probably majority of churches still today, treat it as if it is the gift of God. And it is a means to the gift. The gift is his presence. The point is his presence. And it's not just walk an aisle, pray the sinner's prayer, be forgiven of your sin, and then sent back into an ungodly world of confusion. I mean, like if you want to argue with James about who is he to say the vast majority of believers don't have a relationship with God, then just look at the statistics of depression and anxiety and the confusion that that is happening even inside the church. So I love India and India is known for its arranged marriages. They have a higher success rate than love marriages in the United States. And and even, even in the Christian church, the divorce rate is as high as it is outside the church. That's confusion. And yet it's in the presence of God that we receive clarity. In the book, I actually said there's two evidences of the of being in the presence of God, clarity and rest. 
And you're right, James, we don't hear uh, enough sermons about hearing the voice of God, about having an intimate relationship with God. Um, I am grateful uh, for our pastor and, and his teaching that really gives a witness of a man of God who hears the voice of God and, and really says, I don't want you to listen to me. I want you to leave here this morning knowing that God has spoken to you. Are you ready for the word of God? Are you ready to hear from God this morning? And, and oh, that the church, the big C church around the world would have that. Uh, one of the statements God had me write in the book was uh, often um, pastors care more about getting us into their sermon than they do into the presence of God. And there's a difference. And, and the point is not to pick on pastors. I'm a pastor and I'm not trying to pick on pastors. The point is God's point is his presence. It's not sermons. It's not church. It's not salvation. All these good words that we have used over and over and over for generations in, in our life. But if, if they, if they are a substitute for the presence of God, we're just as bankrupt as people outside the faith that are still far from God and, and don't know that he's an ever-present help in time of need. Hey, it's Caleb. Kevin will be right back. Kevin White is an international speaker and best-selling author who loves helping people everywhere to prosper in God's presence. Kevin's book, Audacious Generosity, is available in paperback for only $10 right now at kevinwhite.us, and that includes free shipping anywhere in the USA. That's cheaper than you can buy it on Amazon. Go to kevinwhite.us and order some copies today for you and your friends. Kevin's newest book, Get to the Point, releases everywhere on November 9th, 2021. It offers a practical guide for pursuing the presence of God and shows you how every guidance or provision you will ever need can be found today in the presence of God. Get ready for Get to the Point, releasing November 9th, 2021. A serial entrepreneur, Kevin has helped start hundreds of businesses, nonprofits, and churches. As founder and executive director of Global Hope India, Kevin has traveled over 1 million miles to 27 different countries, speaking to thousands of audiences throughout India and the world. Visit kevinwhite.us for Kevin's books, one-minute motivation series, and podcasts. Visit kevinwhite.us today. Research shows 3 billion people still have limited to no access to know about Jesus. Did you know that if 3 billion people formed a human chain, it would circle the earth at the equator 75 times? One of those billion people far from God calls India home. Global Hope India has been empowering Christian churches throughout India as they provide access for all people to know about Jesus. Learn more at globalhopeindia.org. That's globalhopeindia.org. Okay. Now back to the show. Absolutely. You, um, you hit on so many good things. And as you did that, I was like Googling different, <laughs> uh, different statistics. You know, one, uh, I believe that it's depression and anxiety medications is up 60% since COVID started. Mm -hmm. Another thing is uh, we talk about uh, salvation, right? Is a, is a, it's a moment. Mm -hmm. It's almost like wedding day. This marriage is a moment. You know, uh, the average wedding in the United States is nineteen to twenty thousand mm. dollars. The average uh, personal income 
is $36,000. So it's over 50, over half of what you'll make an entire year is what Mm -hmm. we're putting in stone for one moment. And I'm I'm not trying to say like, it shouldn't be that, or it should be more, or should be less. All I'm saying is the value of investing 19 to Mm $20,000 for the day. How much money are we, our time and energy and planning are we putting into the every day, Monday morning, how are we like, what are we investing into the day-to-day relationship with our spouse or, you know, day-to-day relationship with God. And so it's one of those things that it is such an an extremely important area. I'm not saying let's minimize it. I'm saying let's magnify all of the other things that come with it, the relationship. Let's, let's talk about, um, you know, being submersed in God's presence. What does that, what does that really mean? And let's talk about, um, you know, what are ways that we can really dive into this so that we can unpackage it so that people have these valuable things that they can use and implement. Mm -hmm. And I think, you know, we can probably come up with 20 different ways of, you know, how we can feel God's presence or how we can get submersed in God's presence and really, um, hear his voice. I think, uh, you know, with David, it says that he's a man after God's own, he was a man after God's own heart. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. What if we position ourselves to be a man or woman after God's own heart mm-hmm. and the fact that we're in his presence because we're filled with the Holy Spirit through salvation? Like, what if we're a, a man, woman uh, after God's own presence, you know, mm-hmm. in and around our lives being flooded and, and set free in his presence? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. One of the words you kept repeating there, Dr. James, is the word value. And it, it can be difficult to really understand, okay, I hear this, David was a man after God's own heart, I want to be a man after God's own heart, uh, what does that look like, and, and I really want to bring the audience to one word, and that's value. Do you value time in the presence of God? Do you value what God has to say more than you value checking the weather, checking the news, uh, checking what uh, Christian leaders are saying? Uh, Those can be great affirmations, but they should never be a substitute for hearing the voice of God yourself, being in the presence of God yourself. One of the things God had me say and get to the point is stop going to church and start getting into the presence presence of God. Because when the shutdown happened, all of a sudden we had believers saying, I can't go to church. And yes, that's, that's a, that's a sad, a sad reality. Uh, but you can still go into the presence of God. The, there is not a virus that will ever keep you out of the presence of God. Uh, you may not be able to go to the market. You may not be able to go to church. You may not be able to go to your office. But David said, I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. And one of the things uh, God had me just show was this study all the way through the Old Testament of house and into the New Testament when Jesus said kingdom. And all along, God is talking about his presence. The house represented the presence of God. When Jesus said the kingdom of God is at hand, he was standing there in front of them. It was the presence of God. And so if we can understand the value of God is always on his presence, Just like Dr. James said about the value we put on a wedding. Are we valuing God's presence as much as God values his presence? And and if so, it's going to be practical pursuit. We're going to go to church to pursue the presence of God. We're going to read the Bible to pursue the presence of God. We're going to pray to pursue the presence of God. And nothing will ignite our personal worship more than the value of uh, pursuing the presence of God.
Absolutely. That's so perfect. And um, I love the fact that, you know, when we're talking about the Old Testament, we're talking about place. And now we're talking about the New New Testament and we're talking about us, you know, and and being able to like right here. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, there's a couple different verses that God's very clear. Again, he's very clear, black and white. He says, um, ask and you shall receive, seek and you'll find, knock and the door will be open to you. It doesn't say uh, ask and you may receive, seek and you may find, knock and the door may be open Love to it. you. It's, it will be. Amen. Black and white, and we can take God at his word. And if he didn't, if he didn't mean it that way, he wouldn't have said it that way. Mm-hmm. Another one says, if any of you lacks wisdom, you should ask God who gives generously to all without finding fault. Mm. If any of you lacks wisdom, you should ask God who gives generously mm-hmm. without finding fault and it will be given to you. Mm-hmm. It says, but when, but when you ask, you must believe and not doubt. Mm-hmm. So it's the place of um, being filled with, with God's presence. Or if you haven't been saved yet, ask God, because you're not immune to being able to hear God because that's how he got to us. And that's how he, in, he got into our hearts is, is asking him that genuine uh, opening up your heart to genuinely want God's presence. Mm-hmm. And you ask, it will be given to you. And you can take that straight to the one that created us um, because he said it. Yeah. And James, what you're getting at is ready, willing, and able. For the longest time in my life, um, I felt like he was ready. Uh, I questioned whether he was willing. I knew that he was able. And so it created a interference a, a distraction and even a, a deterrent from me boldly asking him. It's like, I can accept that James needs to ask. James will definitely honor, honor what James is asking for. But I know Kevin, I know he's not uh, living up to the standard of God. Uh, and so, uh, you know, I would be shy away from, from me boldly asking. And now now I don't fear the reprimand of God anymore because I know it's not based upon me. It's based upon the character of God. I want us to talk about that next week. We'll see you next week on The Kevin White Show. Thank you for listening to The Kevin White Show. Find the complete archive of all episodes at kevinwhite.us or subscribe for free through your favorite podcast player and never miss an episode. This program, copyright Kevin White International, all rights reserved. Each week, we bring you a message of life, transformation, and prosperity from God. Remembering God's greatest gift is His very own presence, made possible through Jesus Christ. Join us again next week for The Kevin White Show with Kevin White.